Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, yeah, I want to get involved too. I'm about to. It is Wednesday. Uh, special show today. I'm getting back in the groove. I know it was about before last week's show. I hadn't been on for about a month or so. I was kind of making sure I got the other show, the other host shows off the ground that I kind of uh, backed up on my own because of work and whatever else. And it's easier to uh, operate their shows on the road while I'm actually in the car 
for the band, then I can't do my own because it's a little different because I have to talk a whole lot more. So, but I'm back and uh, trying to get it uh, rolling, and uh, I can't give it any more better than how I know it's going to go this evening. I want to thank, uh, first of all, before we go on, I want to thank last week's guest, who just happened to be a, the host of the other shows on the show, who happened to call in, and, and we really got into uh, this issue with the, uh, you know, just with with the LGBT community, all this, the iTunes, this and that, and so forth and so on. We had some really interesting uh, dialogue on that one, myself and Brother Jesse Evans, uh, uh, Carl Sanderson, Jimmy Williams, and uh, Rosita Shatan that came on and talked. Uh, discuss the public school system and the teacher union situation, which she always brings some great knowledge that you won't hear in mainstream media because, 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 because. You ought to listen to that show from last uh, Thursday, I think it was, the 5th, and uh, you can you can pick it up. Just go on to blogtop.com forward slash Keith Bledsoe, and you can pick up that. Any other show, actually, but uh, uh, that's a pretty good show. I recommend, I recommend also this past Monday, the 9th, uh, on Jimmy Williams' show, uh, Real People from the Hood. We were going on that show for about an hour, and uh, Jimmy was about to sign off, and then we got a phone call, and there was a gentleman who was asking us about our uh, our spiritual beliefs and our belief systems. And uh, I tell you, that one really, really, I'm going to leave it at that. That one really, really got going. Uh, if you know me and Jimmy, and we got a guy trying to, I guess he was trying to convert us. I don't know, but uh, anyway, that's from last uh, the night. This past Monday, so you can pick up, you can check that out if you choose to. But today, I have a young lady on, been on for the third time, and we always have great conversations. She is uh, just the sweetest and kindest person that you could ever want to meet. And it, I mean, it, it's been that way since I first, since I first met her. It hasn't changed. Some things are just consistent, and she is consistent. She is, uh, she's our very own uh, South Shore High School alumni. Uh, she is a an actress who has gotten around pretty well, singer, lyricist, composer, poet, among the TV shows she's appeared on, Law & Order, uh, The Jury, Third Watch, uh, L.A. Doctors, Carolina in the City, The Drew Carey Show, The Dave Chappelle Show, among the film, Arthur, City of Angels, The Long Walk Home, Out of Darkness, and one of the most greatest films, especially the black folks in the history of film, uh, Cooley High. She played in Cooley High. We'll talk about some of those. She got far theater on Broadway. She a cat on a hot tin roof. Scottsboro Boys, Black Pearl Sings, an award-winning actress. I want to bring on, I can go all night with accolades to talk about how sweet this young lady is. Uh, Illinois State graduate. Let me go ahead and bring on Shireen Snow. Shireen, thanks for coming on with me. Oh, thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. Oh man, I could have gone. I could have gone. Uh, I could have done a whole show just just introducing you. Believe me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh, oh, thank you so much for coming on. What I uh, normally do, especially with with the alumni, I tend to, I, we like to go back. Well, I like to go back into that time because your times have really changed for various reasons, and it seems like, uh, especially when I look at how things are today, it really it really makes me even more and more appreciate. Uh, the times that we came up. It's just a whole different element mm-hmm. in the air. So yeah. when you look back at those days as far as coming up uh, through South Shore, and you're also uh, from Lenmar also, right? Uh, I went to uh, uh, Myra Bradwell. 
Oh, Bradwell. Okay. Oh, that's right. You're you're on the gates there. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? But as far as especially your South Shore years, you get that time in general. What what comes to mind? What do you think about when you reflect on those days? Um, I, I you know I appreciate them so much more now than I did then. Um, and I just I appreciate how how the teachers taught us. I appreciate how we actually got to have a childhood. Um, I can still see I can still see the new building on the inside of the new building and all the classes and being able to all the glass and being able to see through the classrooms. Um, I I enjoyed um, uh, you know creative writing and you know singing in chorus and you know and just you know being a girl. I enjoyed being a girl, and you know. Just, just, just having a good time. I had favorite teachers. Um, oh, we're well, definitely, uh, definitely going to get into that. Maybe you, since you brought that up, who, who were your most influential and uh, uh, instructors back then? And do you recall any particular advice given to you that you can say, given to you then, made you into the person that you are now? Um, uh, Gwendolyn A. Jackson was uh, my chorus teacher, and. Um, she would always say to me, or she always, she said to me, uh, you know, when if, if somebody came to class and somebody had a cold and say I can't sing, you know, because I'm sick, she would say, you know, you know, singing when you're sick that that's some of the best time to sing because you know you things happen that wouldn't normally happen if you weren't sick, so your voice would do different things, unexpected things. Interesting. And so. Um, yeah, so she always said that, and I always remember about her. She was very, she was a very, very punctual woman, and she taught us about punctuality um, and being on time. and And she would always, <laughs> when when it was time, when it was grade time, she would have our course book, and she wouldn't she wouldn't give her grade, and she looked until she looked at everybody else's course book to see how they did in other classes. Wow. And so I, 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 yeah, I never ever forgot that. Um, uh, of course, uh, Mr. Larry Shapiro, um, he's just <laughs> he is today what he was back then, just this very cool '60s '70s type of guy, just just very laid back. You know, always allowed us to be open with our creativity. Um. And so I, 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 and then I did, you know, acting with him as well, you know, uh, plays and everything. So that was always exciting for me. Um, oh my goodness, those were I loved Miss Cornish. Miss Cornish was English teacher. Um, and so I loved her. You know, very nice, very laid back, very down to earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember them. Yeah. Who was who was yeah. who was your circle of who was your circle back in that those days? Who did you did you did you did you have a circle of friends that you kind of lean on when things got tough and who you can count on and depend on when you needed them to be back in the, back then? Um, Cheryl Cheryl White, uh, Valerie Vereen, um, sometimes Peppy Elmore, um, Angela. Uh, uh, 
Angela Ellison, well, she's now Angela Ellison, I think, Sims. Uh, and whoever is watching this, if you, if I don't mention your names, please, please forgive me. It's, it's not on purpose. <laughs> oh, no. no. I, I always say when I ask that question, I, I, I usually cut in and out and say that, you know what, look, don't, don't you all trip if, if, trip if Shireen uh, happens to leave you out, because if I ask you all the same question, you all might just happen to leave Shireen out, just because it's just yeah, a yeah. bottleneck. You know, you're kind of, you're kind of just a cramp in your head when you're trying to think about it like that. So I know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll go right ahead if you are. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm, I'm still trying to think, so you go ahead and talk. I'm, oh, okay. I'm still trying to, you know. And if anybody comes up and you just want to put them out there, just go ahead and say, oh, yeah, and so forth and so on. I wouldn't know oh. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that works. That works. You got you got the whole shoulder. If they pop up, let it let it roll. We'll know. We'll, we understand. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, two more questions about back then, but I, I, I have to ask you, okay, now, we all had them. I know when I was in high school, I had one in every class but, uh, on, on this side of the pencil, but who did you uh, have that schoolgirl crush on back, back in the days who, that may not have even known it or that did know it, but who, who, who did you kind of have an eye for? Oh, my God, this guy, and I can't think of his name, but he was from the British Honduras. Um. I just, I, he was just so beautiful to me, and I wish I could remember his name. I cannot remember his name. Um, Raymond Boyd, uh, who was uh, two years ahead of me. Um, oh, my goodness. I didn't go to high school with him. Um, those are the two, two that, and you know it was more. You know it was more. But those are the two that come to mind <laughs> right away. <laughs> Watch me blurt out something later on. Um, well, I tell you what, if, 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 if someone wants to ask me that question, remember, remember the old Bullwinkle show at the end of the show where he pulled out this slip and it, and it fell to the ground? Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I, I would I would have a list like that on both sides. Yeah. Covering both sides. Yeah. Okay, so I, if, if, you know, I'd have to need some time to think about it. But it's all, it's all good. It's all, all in fun. But. Now, when did you uh, first get an inkling that you wanted to get into acting or performing? Uh, let's say performing. Uh, when I was doing Cooley High. Okay. And that, that when was I was filming project. Cooley High. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, how did that even come about? Because that, that, that's one of those films that uh, everybody, it's like back in the days of when I was a kid, we, the, the brothers, everybody wanted to see a temptation. You know, and yeah. with Cooley High, like, it's like everybody wanted to uh, be a part of, uh, be someone that, yeah. in, you know, represented in that movie. How, how did you even come about getting that part? Um, my my aunt, uh, Beatrice Watson, uh, kn- knew the casting director, who was uh, Rich, um, Michael Schultz's uh, wife, Lauren Jones. And she, he, she was taking my sister, my older sister, Velda. And so when I found out that that's where they were going, I wanted to go. So my sister and I both went and auditioned for the same role, and we auditioned um, against each other or with each other. And uh, a week later, I, I got the part. What was that? Uh, okay, you said you got the part, and I, and I hear you, and, and people will say, oh, well, she went there, and she a week later she got the part. 
how did you find, was it a phone call? And what was your reaction when you realized that, hey, I'm about to be in a motion picture? It was it was a phone call. The director called, um, but it didn't register with me at all then, um, because that was not something that um, I was used to. I wasn't in that world yet, even though mm-hmm. I love television, you know, and things like that. Um, I didn't become a. a I guess it didn't it didn't dawn on me what the movie did uh, or how how big it was until you know after it was all over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I when I met when I met Lawrence Hilton Jacob and and Glenn Turman, of course, absolutely, I was I was very excited. You know, um, but I didn't I didn't realize what doing that movie really meant until much later. Okay, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I'll never forget. I mean, I remember uh, I went there. Uh, I forget who I went with that, but I remember watching that movie, and it was just uh, – I, I, I hated the ending because it was sad. I wanted to be like he graduated from college and went to the NBA and all that kind of stuff. You know, and then he – oh, that ending really it, – it was really – it was a tearjerker. I mean, that was one of the – that was a powerful movie, uh, even still today. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. It is. And I, I never forget. And if, and if anybody out there doesn't, you be thinking about Cooley High. Shireen, no, Shireen played in Cooley High. Well, she, you know, <laughs> Shireen was the one that, you know, what did you do, Shireen? You went in there and busted Glenn? Yes, busted I busted preach. I busted preach when he was in bed with uh, uh, Brenda. And uh, when you when you came out talking about ooh, ooh, you could remind me of cousins, you know, female cousins, you know, you're, oh, I'm a student than the other girl. I'm telling, you know, I tell you, I, I just, I was just rolling. That was, that was just a, it was real. It was real. Yeah. It was. A, yeah. It was, very it was real. real. Very real. Yeah. So, uh, now from truly high, because you were, you were filming, well, with just in South Shore then, right? Yeah, yeah. I had just—I yeah. was just going into high school. Did, did you? Was there any kind of difference in uh, the vibe around you when people realized that you had that you were in that movie? Or they just say, "Oh, this Shireen is just the same old Shireen we know all along." Or I know you didn't change, but did they, did they change towards you? Not that people changed towards me, but they were—they all wanted to know. All the questions came. Yeah. You know. What was like? What was the movie? Everybody, everybody had questions. I remember once, and I don't remember who I was with, but I was having, uh, I was having lunch, and there were people that were coming up asking me questions, and the person and that I was with, you know, uh, she said, you know, back off, you know, and and let her eat, because they were really, you know, bombarding me with with questions and everything, um, mm-hmm. and so you know, I I became known for that, and and then. Once I once I started to go, people knew me for that, for Cooley High and and for acting in in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are people today who, who um, just like you, if they know nothing else, they remember that movie and they remember that I was in that movie. Yep. I still get yes, it today. I can imagine. They they how can you yeah. forget that scene? How can you forget that scene? So yeah. you went out. Uh, and you, you, you okay? You, you did Cooley High. You did some acting in uh, 
in school, and you went to Illinois State. And mm-hmm. you, you, you continued on, and did, did it kind of escalate there, or uh, how, did, how did that work out as far as the acting career? How did that, as far as projecting you towards, you know, where you are? Oh, it, it just it kept on going. I mean, once I graduated from college, um, I, I came back to Chicago, and I continued with my acting career, and then it went from, you know, me acting in high school and into in doing, you know, professional theater um, here in Chicago and, you know, uh, commercials and um, until I did my my uh, second film, you know. And then after that, I mo- which was Long Walk Home with uh, Whoopi Goldberg and Sissy Spacek, and then I moved to L.A., mm-hmm. you know. And so I kept going. I kept honing my, honing my talent, you know, and, and I'm, still, I'm still doing it today. Now that that LA experience that was that was actually your first time uh, kind of just relocating from Chicago. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. And that that experience, we, you know, I I was born and raised in Chicago. I know Chicago. Never lived in LA. But what, what was that contrast to you? Did you have a different difficult time uh, adapting to it? Was it a different type of people, or did it just fit right in and everything was just beautiful? Um, what I what I realized, you know, when and this was in you watch television and you see all the, you know, actors and everything, and they always talk about Hollywood, Hollywood, you know, and you, you know, think it's just um, all this glamour and, and you know, all, all, all this beauty. You just see beautiful people walking down the street all the time. Well, you know, that's, that's what they want you to see. L.A. is just a, a place like any other place, you know, you have your beautiful places, you have your not-so-beautiful places, you have your crappy places, and anything in between. Um, so I, I got um, disillusioned uh, or, 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 or reality struck me very quickly that it was not all um, glitter and gold in L.A. Um, the people there... You know, you have some wonderful people there just like you do anyplace else. Um, but in L.A., in terms of the industry, you have those people who will say to you, oh, yeah, I'll call you. Let, let's do lunch. And it never happens. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so you you have a, I mean, and I look at L.A. now, and I, and I look at all of the, the people who get, you know, you know, plastic surgery and and it's so disheartening um, because the plastic surgery is not going to fix what's going on on the inside. Yeah, then it starts breaking down on the outside, and then you really got an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So so um, but I I went back there uh, last year. And I really had a beautiful time there, and I, I really felt a comfort and a warmth uh, being there. Um, I mean, it's a film and television mecca, you know, so, uh, you know, the, the roles that I was auditioning for were bigger roles, more, you know, depth to the roles and, and, and things like that. And it was wonderful to go on studios and go on uh, the studios to audition for things and see people that you've been watching on television, and they're there to audition just like you are, mm-hmm. you know. So that now, was that was interesting to see. Now, when, when you audition, because, you know, us, mm-hmm. you know, people like myself on the outside, we have this little fantasy thought. We just assume and, and we, we can think about it, and 
you know, you, you actually have been behind the scenes and been there. But when when you when you do these rehearsals, are you are you uh, kind of? I mean, okay, say you got a role, but say how many roles did you not get before you get a role? I mean, do you, I mean you probably have some people who rehearse and rehearse, I mean, and just never get a role and probably quit. I mean, that's going on out there too. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's you, you, you must, if you're going to be an actor, you have to develop a very thick skin um, because um, you can have a lot of rejection before you actually get a part or get a role. And so you, you must learn that sometimes it has nothing to do with your abilities as an actor or lack thereof. There's so many other variables involved in that. Um, so, you know, you can go out for, you know, depending on who you are, your abilities as an actor, you know, uh, what you know, who you know. You know, you can go on, you know, 20, 30 auditions, maybe even more, before something sticks. Sometimes it can be more than that. You just never know. Yeah. I, I can imagine how thick a skin you, you'd have to have. To, well, was there any particular role that you that you did rehearse for that turned out to be uh, something that was, was, was uh, really, really big? And you're saying, man, I... I Man, I was I was right there. I could have had that role, you know. Um, oh my goodness. I auditioned for um there was a play that I wanted to do called uh, Intimate Apparel. And uh Viola Davis originated the role on uh in New York. Um I've always wanted to do that role. Um, I mean, I think people knew who Viola Davis was by then, not to the magnitude that they know now. Um, but there were people who knew who she was. Um, I don't know if there is a role that I didn't get where it made someone famous. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't had that experience. Mm-hmm. And then said, what, you know, that could have been me. What what has been uh, a role that uh, I'm sure that any any role that you do, you you figure you you know you feel good about the job that you've done. But it, but is there any in particular where you really really felt that you would just like really exceed even your own expectations and and how you put it came across with the role? Oh yeah. Um, uh, a play, the play called Black Pearl Sings. Uh, I, I, I did ninety-eight percent of the singing in. The, it's a play with music. Um, it's by uh, Frank Higgins, and I did ninety-eight percent of the singing in that uh, show. And I'm both. It's only a two-person play, a two-character play. And both of us are on every page of the script. It took me a while to figure that one out, too. Um, every page of the script. And, and the character was such a beautiful, layered character. And it was a lead role. So to be doing a lead role and, and acting with such depth and then singing and people enjoying hearing me sing, 
and enjoying what I'm doing as an actor, that that absolutely exceeded my expectations. And then um, to do the role twice, two different productions, same director. And for a director to want me to to do portray that role again when he gets a job at another theater a year later. And that was an award-winning uh, uh, role also. I, I know that. Uh, if, as a matter of fact, if anybody yeah. wants to see a clip of that and check out a little piece of that, they can, you know, uh, they can just uh, go into YouTube and go into Shireen Snow and Black Pearl uh, all in one yeah. line, and uh, they'll, they'll get to check out uh, Human Night World. Matter of fact, you're very popular on YouTube. You have some really, really good stuff out there. <laughs> really good. Thank really you. Good. Thank you. Absolutely. I mean, and you, yeah. and I told you this before, but I'm going to say it again. You you have a way of, you, you, just, you're very soulful because you sing from the inside out. I mean, you you don't sing from the from the throat and from the mouth. You, it, it comes from all the way down down in there, and you bring it all the way up, and you can see it. And and that's just oh. the music. That, that's what I like. That's music, okay? Period. Yeah. Man. Thank you so Let's, much. Uh, oh, absolutely. I I really you just uh, like I said, I can do a whole show just giving you accolades, and I don't I don't I won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break and let let them check you out because let me ask you this: Have you ever okay. thought about putting a band together? About put about putting a, a you know a group? Oh yeah, oh, oh. I would love to do that. I would love to 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 have my own band and, and front it and everything. That's that's one of my dreams as well that I know is going to come true. I I, I don't have any doubt about that. But absolutely. Oh yeah, I, 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 that would be beautiful because I mean, yeah. you, you, your sound and the way that you sing with 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 that. That behind you, oh man, that would be wow! I, I can see you at the, yeah. the uh, Mo Better Jazz now, man. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's take a, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna uh, play one of the songs that you have uh, you, you you put them out quite often and you bring it up from okay. the heart and I just put out a couple of them and uh, we'll be right back. Hey everybody, it's me, Shereen, back for another installation of Weekend Melodies. And to also give a shout-out to my Song a Week 2016 family. Um, the song I'm going to sing today is A Bridge of Love. Um, I wrote it, you know, thinking about, you know, why we're all here, um, which I believe is to help each other. So I wrote this song. Um, it's a short song. And so I'm going um, to sing it for you. Makes no difference who we really are. What matters most is that we know we are part of the one that brought us here to build a bridge of love. Bridge of hope. 
to stand by fear, a bridge of light. Even in darkness, a bridge of peace. To stand by war, a bridge of joy. To soothe our soul, a bridge. Sometimes a melody can come first, and then I fill it in with music. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll just be music, and I still haven't filled anything in, but I go back and listen to it and go, ooh, man, that's good. I, I got to write some lyrics for that. You know, um, so, so you don't you don't you don't uh, necessarily have to sit down right then and start it to finish it. You'll, you'll start it and may come back to it and maybe add on to it type of, type of thing like that. Is that how you roll? Mhm. A lot of times that's how it happens. Now I have in the very beginning, it would all happen in one session. Start writing, and then it was as if um, my hand had to keep going and to get to the end, and, and, and it would almost be illegible, and I had to slow down so that I would mm-hmm. be able to read what I was writing. It was like something else was, like spirit was guiding my hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like spirit was guiding my hand to, 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 to write that song. I've tried to write a song, right, and then no more, no more lyrics would come to me. So I put the pad down, I put the pen down, and I started to meditate center myself, and then mm-hmm. more lyrics would come. And then I'd have to stop and go back, and then I would get upset, you know, because it's like I'm trying to meditate here. You need, <laughs> you need to wait. You weren't there when I was writing. You just hold on, you know. And then I, um, I discovered that that's how, that's how God was speaking to me. Mm-hmm. That's how God mm-hmm. was speaking to me. So I had to stop. And finish what he wanted me to finish. And so I, I finish the song and I go, but yeah, it, you know, some, I can start a song, you know, lyrics, and go, okay. And then nothing else will come and walk away. Or there are times when it will come straight through from beginning to end, and I got a song. That's interesting. Yeah. That, that, uh, wow. Wow. So... Yeah, and I want to also compliment you. I, I, I like the way you use your range. I like the way you use that range. How, how you range your voice. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, yeah, you put it. You you you, can, you make it. You bring it lower, and you still have the wave to it, and you can bring it up. And it's just it's just the it's just the way I like it. It's just the that sound that that we miss uh, when you look mm-hmm. at music in general today. And uh, yeah. I, I really yeah. wish we could bring our music back, so maybe we could get our minds back. You know. <laughs> That's yeah. another whole show. Yeah, whole that show, is. Rather. That is. So, uh, so we talked about, uh, I'm trying to, uh, I got so many notes here. I'm, I, I, I kind of uh, call myself Ray Rayner when I do my show. Remember all the notes he had on this, on this jumping suit there? I got them spread all over. <laughs> all here too, yeah. Yeah, Ray Rayner, boy. Notes everywhere. So, I know you said one of your bucket lists was to, uh, you know, to, to perform in a band, uh, get a band mm-hmm. together and uh, do your thing out there. And just just check out the people, appreciate what you do, you know, like you're doing mm-hmm. now. What what else do you have in the bucket list? Any, anything that else that you would like to do that you haven't done or have done and just can't wait to do again? I would love to um, tour with my music, um, and especially overseas. Um, I believe that um, they have an appreciation for music that we don't here in the United States. Um, And so I would love to take my music and my message and my ministry uh, overseas, here in the United States as well, but especially overseas. And because because I've only been, I've only been out of the country um, uh, once. I've been to Scotland. Um, 
uh, Puerto Rico is still considered the United States, although I've been to Puerto Rico. Very beautiful. Um, but I'd love to go, you know, to Paris, you know, uh, to Italy and to London and, you know, you know, the Caribbean and go to all these other places in Germany, you know, and sing and be immersed in music that way. Because that's another way where um, you get so inspired when you're just around it and you're listening to it. And I get such um, an electricity and a vibrancy from, you know, hearing you know, good, good music and hearing beautiful singers and seeing how uh, musicians, you know, I mean, we're all musicians, but see how, you know, they use their talent and their instrument and their skills and their gifts and just being inspired by that. And, you know, music is, is one of those things in life that does not have to be explained. Nobody has to say anything. Yeah, you know, right. nobody has to say anything. All you need to do is just listen, and you understand. Yep. You know. Yep. So def- definitely that. Um, I would love absolutely. I want to, you know, um, star, and I mean star in, you know, films and television shows, um, and be a regular on a television show, a television series, mm-hmm. a good television series. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I would um, love to live, I would love to live out of the United States. Not because I don't love the United States, but just to oh, know what it's like to live someplace else. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I, I would absolutely love to do that. Um, I, you know what I would love to do that I don't know how to do? Well, two things. Learn how to ride a horse and tap dance. I would love to do that. You know, you know what? You, 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 you seem like you just be a hell of a tap dancer. If, if, if that's what you decided know. that you wanted to do, if that's what I you decided know. that you wanted to do, I bet you'd be a hell of a tap dancer. Right? Because you, because you mean it. You mean it. You'd be serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. I would love to that. see that. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, before we go too far, I want you to uh, let the people know where they can go on YouTube. They want to they want to uh, listen to your material. They want to see what you got mm-hmm. out there. And uh, mm-hmm. so let, let them know what that, what that YouTube page is. So the YouTube page is Songbird Spirit 07. So all, all, one, all one word, no spaces, S-O-N-G. B is in boy, I R D is in David, S P is in Peter, I R T is in Tom, the number zero and the number seven, and my page will come up. And I and I've been on that page, and I'm telling you, uh, it's just the way things are meant to be. I've always said that when we lost that music, it has contributed to us losing our minds. And if we can get our music back, I believe that we'll get some of our minds back. Not everything, but enough. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, be a good start, and I, I recommend yeah, that I everybody, everybody go to that page. You can also go on. Uh, you can just do a simple Google and Shireen's name, yeah. and then just uh, then press the video, uh, press the video uh, line up top on Google, and and, and get a. Uh, Shireen has a lot of good stuff out there. She has. Uh, well, how about your website? They can still 
go on your website with your resume and your history on there. Well, what's that? That's ShireenSnow.com, um, right? Yes, ShireenSnow.com, yes. Okay. You, you can also yes. go there, uh, get some good information. You can get some uh, real nice clips of uh, some of your career there. And uh, I really, uh, I really, en- well, I like, you know, I really enjoyed the uh, Dave Chappelle for obvious reasons. But one that really, uh, I really noticed that I really appreciated was the one where, uh, I think it was Third Watch, was that the one where uh, the, the guy was uh, on alcohol and you had married him? You were, you were married and he didn't have it together? No, 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 that was, uh, uh, no, 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 that was, um, um, you're thinking about Law and Order SVU. Okay, okay. Are you thinking about Law? This, his daughter, this, his daughter this, died. Right, right, that's the one. And, and you're, you're, Yeah, that's, you're that's Law and Order SVU. Your, your, your expressions as you were talking and doing, your facial expressions as you were talking to the lady and, and, ex, and explaining some things. I said, you know, that's really. I mean, it, it, we take it for granted, but you have to be about something to be able to just do that and just make it so believable. I mean, if I did that, people yeah. would say, man, get the hell, get your butt on TV. You ain't fooling nobody. You you know, you just here for the money, you know. But yeah, yeah, I can, I can appreciate. Uh, what you did and how you did that. I hope people will go on that site and check you out. Thank you. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. Now uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a little more up to date. We've been back and we, we're coming up. And uh, you were you you have uh, produced a one woman show. Mm-hmm. This actually journey. How I mean, when when did how did that come about? When did you first start saying hmm? Let's go. Let's get this thing started. I, I've i always wanted to do my own one-woman show. I've wanted to do a one-woman show for over 20 years. Um, when I moved back here to Chicago in uh, 2013, uh, Larry Shapiro uh, came to me, my former uh, creative writing teacher, creative arts workshop, South Shore, class 78, he came to me and, and uh, to hire me to do a one-woman show for his uh, seniors um, in uh, uh, Maywood. And so I, I did that show. It was somebody else's show. It wasn't my show. It was, uh, it was actually two shows in, in one because one show wasn't long enough, uh, Letters to Harriet Tubb, and then I did excerpts from uh, Black Pearl Sings. Mm-hmm. And... I realized that I could be on a stage by myself and sing, be the only person singing and sustain my voice and that people enjoyed it. So that was a roaring success. So then Mr. Shapiro came back to me again and wanted me to do it again for, um, to, for him just to produce it. And so I said, yes, I'd love to. I said, but this time I want to, I want to write it myself. I want to do my own. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what I was undertaking when I said that to him, but that, that's what I wanted to do. And so I did it, um, and uh, it turned out beautifully. And I was so I was so proud of myself, and I still am. I was so proud of myself. And then uh, I moved uh, from Chicago, and I moved to New Orleans. And Mr. Shapiro called me again, and he now has his he has a jazz series in uh, in Maywood, and he called me and hired me and wanted me to come 
and do my one-woman show. I said, okay. I said, but I'm going to do a different show. I'm going to write another show. So we said, okay. Again, don't know what I was thinking, mm-hmm. but I did it anyway, <laughs> and and I wrote it. And so uh, now I'm going to do that again um, on uh, on Saturday. But uh, Mr. Shapiro has, has helped to spearhead uh, my shows for me, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that, you know. But it's always been my dream, and so now being made manifest. Now, this is, uh, this is, a story, is, this, is this like the story of your life, a chronological story of your life type of thing, or just your, experience, the, the, your experiences? The, pre- the previous one was, which was um, Circle Session. That was, um, that was a, a story of my life. This actor's journey is also about my life, but it's about my life as an actor, what I go through as an actor on a daily basis, on a daily basis. So it's, it's, it's that journey. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I, I want to give big ups to uh, tell you one thing that you did, and you, and you, 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 it was a win-win-win situation when you brought in the world-class percussionist brother Tony Carpenter. I think yes, I, I, yes, give him yes. Big ups. yes, yes. Big ups to Tony Carpenter. Um, I've seen him perform at, yes. at, a, at, at a few of the jazz shows, and the brother, mm-hmm. ah, awesome, awesome brother. Yeah, he's awesome he's brother. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Darius now, Darius Lawrence put us together. Oh yeah, 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 good guy. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Now, so yeah, this, does, yeah. you're going to be in. Uh, you're actually in Chicago now, but you're going to be. Uh, this show is yes. taking place this coming Saturday. Yes. In Maywood. At a T. Yes, at T and JJ's Banquet Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, seven. Oh my goodness, it's on Fifth Avenue. I do this every time. Seven one eight. Um, seven one eight Fifth Avenue. Oh, seven eighteen Fifth Avenue in Maywood. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, doors open at six thirty. Uh, showtime is at 7.30. It's a $10 donation. Um, there's free parking. There's a, um, there is a um, appetizer buffet. It uh, uh, costs $5. Um, and just going to have a great time. And there is serene snow. Yeah. There is serene snow yeah. on the carpet. And yeah. I'm going to tell you, now people... Ten dollar donation. Come on, you go downtown for this type of world class performance. Oh, you're yeah. gonna save more than that just to park your car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean that's oh man, you you may get a uh. So yeah, I would yeah. highly recommend everybody come on out Saturday, May 14th. It's coming Saturday at C and JJ's Banquet Hall, 718 Fifth Avenue in Maywood. And uh, yeah, let me ask you this: when you you know I've always had this fantasy. Not about a guitar about. 15 years ago, I should be a professional by now, but it's still spanking brand new, and I'm still, you know, doing what I do, which is not playing the guitar. But I've always wanted to know how it felt to be on stage doing your thing and looking out there at the audience and people appreciating what you do. Can you even describe the feeling you get when you're up there performing and people are looking at you do what you do and you can feel that they are really enjoying what you are doing before them? It is the most amazing experience. It's 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 so much it's so much love. Love coming from the audience. Love of me doing what I love to do. Loving what I do so much that I want to be the best at it. Love of of cast and, and the crew, you know. Um just to just to 
to see the sea of people and feel their energy when they're with you, it's like um, goosebumps. But it's goosebumps and just um, a ray of, of, of heat and, 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 and excitement, mm-hmm. you know. That, that, that's the, the, the best way that I can describe it. That was a beautiful you description. Know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, the, it's, it's amazing. Now, how, how do you, now, okay, now you, you go and you kick butt on stage and, and, you, and you give it all you got. The people are really loving you and they appreciate it. The show is over mm-hmm. and you leave. How do, how do you wind down? What do you do to wind down after something like that, after the show? You just go home and just chill and flop on the couch and watch reruns and sample the sun or something? What do you, how do you wind down? Yes. Yes is the answer to the question. Okay. Go home and <laughs> flop down on the couch and turn on the television because, you know, as when you have that kind of energy and that kind of high, you just can't go home and go to sleep, you know, because the, the body, the body there's, there's still that excitement and, and the mind is still going, you know, uh, uh, from that performance, you know, and, 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 and that energy, even if you are tired, mm-hmm. you gotta, you gotta come down just like if you're doing a workout and you have to cool down. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now I imagine like know. sometimes after the show, you actually, you actually kind of go out and like mingle with the audience and just kind of hear them giving you praise. And I mean, <laughs> do, you, do you also do that or do you kind of leave out the back door? Oh, 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 no, no, absolutely, we'll go, I go and I talk to the, you know, talk to, I love to talk to the audience after the show is over. Mm. You know, I love to that's, talk to the audience after the show is over. That's got to be you know. a beautiful feeling, man, that's got to be, that's, oh, that's got to be a beautiful feeling. Yeah, it wow. is, it really, really is, you know, and especially when they, when it's a great show and they enjoy the show. So, what I'm going to do, we're going to take a, we're going to take another break. I'm going to play that second. Uh, out of all the songs I heard, I picked two. This is that second one. And then we'll come back and we'll let you make a closing statement. And uh, we'll, uh, if, you know what, if anybody wants to call, by the way, I uh, want to call and show Shireen some love, 718-664-9513. 718-664-9513. I see I'll, uh, quite a few of you have called, but nobody's pressed the number one to, to get in. But if you want to get in and uh, say a few words or so, you have time to do that. In the meantime, uh, we'll take a break and we'll uh, go on to one of these, another beautiful song by Shireen Snow, and we will come hey, right this back. This is Shireen, back for another installation of Weekend Melodies. Um, the song, uh, You Changed My Life. I, uh, When I was uh, writing this song, I was thinking about, you know, how I've changed as a person, and if I met someone, um, how they would affect my life and, and how I would remember them. And so um, the song poured through me, uh, and so now uh, I'm going to sing it for you because you never know how someone will touch you and vice versa. Even if we never meet again, I won't even know you changed my life. You changed my life. 
You changed my life, made everything new again. I'm old. Even if I never speak of your name. Just keep well, dreaming. And this coming Saturday, 
at TNJJ's Banquet Hall, 718 Fifth Avenue, Maywood, Illinois, West Suburb of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Doors open 6.30, showtime 7.30, This Actor's Journey, starring uh, it's a one-woman show written and produced and performed by Shireen Snow. Man, it's going to be great. Only ten dollar donation. Advertiser yes. five dollars free parking. It's a beautiful place. I've been there a couple of times, and it is a beautiful uh, musical renaissance on the West Side suburbs. Shireen, nice. thank you so much uh, for coming on. Thank I you so much, it. Keith. Uh, every time I back you, you've been more than willing, and I believe me, I don't take it for granted. It is humbling. I, I appreciate having you on. Thank you, thank you so much. It was a pleasure to be here. Always is. I appreciate you. Take care, and Saturday is coming up. Yes, it is. All right. Take care, spread the love, and uh, we'll keep in touch. All right, same here. All right, baby. Bye-bye. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. And on that note, I'm going to close it on out. I mean, I really appreciate Shireen coming on. I hope you all get a chance to uh, check it out this coming Saturday. I hope you get a chance to, uh, you know, Google her and uh, on, the, on the Internet and, See what you find. Pull up some things on Shireen Snow and uh, check out her uh, page on uh, YouTube. Being said, in the name of whomever or whatever, your spiritual power, peace.
Everyday People, Global Internet Radio Network. Peace.